Hey there, sacred friend. You're listening to the Crystal Shaman Life Podcast, and I am your host, Lori A. Andress. This podcast is a place for you to press pause on the busyness of your day-to-day life and reconnect with your authentic self. It's a place to discover your voice of inner wisdom and to become the courageous creator of your adventurous, vibrant, and spirit-filled life. In each episode, we will get raw and real exploring how to bring crystal medicine, ancient spiritual practices, ceremony, ritual, and soulful travel into your everyday life. Grab a cup of tea, light a candle, get cozy, and let's dive in. Hey, hey, hello, my sacred friends. I am Lori Andres, and welcome to this episode of the Crystal Shaman Life Podcast. Hey, in this episode, we are going to dive into self-care. And guess what? We're going to dive into the side of self-care or the parts of self-care that aren't always sexy, the parts that people don't often talk about and are essential for us to feel whole and nourished and vibrant and alive and thriving within ourselves. Some of those practical day-to-day everyday things that um, very often we want to put off or we don't want to do or flat out just don't seem very sexy. Yeah, I know. That's where we're going today. Okay, so let me give you just a little bit of background here. Um, In the Crystal Shaman Initiation Program, we have been um, working with the the element of water, and we've been working with three particular um, energies, one being emotion, one being creativity, and the other being power. And one of the things that really comes up as we're working with the element of water is emotions. And our emotions tend to go on like super high, fast speed. And they they become much more, um, they flow a lot more than they typically do with when working with other elements. And that can sometimes be a little bit challenging. And so we're talking about what do we do? Like what is one of our greatest allies as we're as we're working with this this energy that um, is bringing up a lot of emotion that's inviting us to dig in and and do some deeper healing um, and what can we do beyond the obvious of get a session takes things to ceremony you know working doing that inner exploration how can we allow the energy of emotion to flow and also feel fully nourished and and really take care of ourselves and so we were talking about um, giving ourselves excessive self-care and that topic just like opened up and um, you know really talking about what does it mean to give ourselves excessive self-care because so often you know there's there's a couple different like threads of thought as to what is self-care what really is that and um, I remember years ago, probably back in 2005, when I was pretty early on my spiritual path, at that time, self-care meant to me um, getting massages, getting um, getting facials, allowing myself to be really pampered and, um, and nurtured in that way. And as I have matured in my my sacred work and in my life and in my medicine, I've come to recognize that it means other things as well. That can be 
one aspect of self-care. And there are many, many more. So other aspects of self-care are giving ourselves permission to, to indulge in a decadent dessert or a decadent meal or to take time completely off and have that Netflix binge. It can be, um, it can be letting our, our defenses down or the ways that we keep ourselves, you know, kind of um, super structured in our lives, allowing ourselves to just relax in and be a little bit softer. It, it can be um, giving ourselves a bath at home, like a salt bath, and um, and just taking a little time to decompress. It can be going for a walk, spending time in nature, getting to yoga, um, getting to spending time playing music, spending time with journaling, reading, watching um, some some inspirational videos or YouTubes, um, sinking into whatever our hobbies are giving ourselves permission to indulge developing our hobbies and and spending time with them um, it can be taking a getaway it can be having vacation okay you get the picture there's so many different ways to look at or to see self-care but there's a part of it that really isn't talked about and it's not talked about because it just flat out isn't sexy and it flat out is you know the parts of self-care that um that a lot of us just want to kind of gloss over and we want to kind of ignore in our lives and i'm just gonna raise my hand with this one because i know that in my own life i have desperately in so many different ways tried to put a lot of these things off and I have come to recognize that doing them are um, make me feel so much better. They make me light up when I'm in my own house. They make me um, feel deeply nourished and fulfilled and grateful and gratitude. And at the same time, having chosen to not do them was also deeply nourishing at a time in my life. So so you'll as I go through this list, some of you may have may have really strong responses to one aspect or another. Like you may go, "Well, of course you would do that. Why would you even wait?" And some of you may go, "Oh my gosh, I don't even want to deal with that." Wherever you're at, whatever your 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 obvious is, I want to invite you to um, look at how that's been a part of your life and ask yourself if it's nourishing for you or if you're doing it because you think you should, because it feels like a responsibility or, um, or an expectation or that one that's been imposed by someone else. And what would it be like if it is something if it, that's coming from the place of supposed to, expectation, should, um, obligation? What would it be like if you stepped back and, and didn't do it? And for those of you who love to avoid it, um, what would it be like if you stepped in and gave yourself space to do this, Whatever, whichever ones pop up for you? So this is going to be kind of a fun exercise of like, hey, this one popped up for me. Like, 
ooh, I need to spend a little time there, or, oh yeah, that's not an issue. So let yourself just be um, be open because uh, this list is kind of, kind of a fun one, <laughs> all right? Okay, so the first one that I have on here, and this, this I think really came up a lot as we've been working with the element of water and um, working with the energy of emotions, but giving ourselves space to fully feel our emotions. I think very often we are, our culture um, has this like kind of energy, energetic uh, feeling that feeling a lot of emotions is that like there must be something wrong with you if you if you are really sensitive if you feel a lot of emotions or if you give yourself time or space to actually feel and process the emotions the thing is that um, our emotions if they're not processed they build up within our energy field and they become stagnant and heavy and um, oh that energy becomes dense and uh, What's what really is important is that we allow ourselves to feel, to really feel, to feel all of the yucky feels, to feel all of the yummy feels, and to fully experience that. And you know, sometimes we um, we want to just like close the door for an afternoon and let ourselves just 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 cry, just be angry, just, you know, whatever the energy is, the emotion is, to give ourselves a defined space, a defined time, a defined um, time, like experience to allow the feelings to be felt. Okay, the next thing is creating space in our lives. Creating space can mean a lot of things. That can mean decluttering, it can mean time, it can mean um, time in our calendar, it can mean um, creating energetic space. There's so many different aspects, but I want to invite you to play with how can you create more space within your life? What does that mean for you at this time? Okay, uh, the next one is stepping back from toxic dynamics within relationships. Yeah, you know, as as um, spiritual seekers, as you're on your spiritual path, there are going to be times when you're going to begin to recognize a toxic dynamic within a relationship. And sometimes that means you need to leave the relationship. Sometimes it means you just step out of that dynamic, that toxic element within it, and shift the relationship. I like to use the phrase, um, it's time to change the rules of the relationship, or the rules in which we relate. And you know, it, it really what I mean with that is that there are just times when um, we've had these like unspoken rules within a relationship, like we always do things this way, we always do things that way. You know, this person says one thing and I always respond in a certain way. What if the new rule, and you don't need to talk about this, this isn't something that needs to be like a big dialogue, it's just a new agreement within yourself. And the new agreement can be, ah, when when this um, particular person uh, within this you know unhealthy dynamic uh, begins to express something in you know one way and I would typically respond in a particular way. They're expecting a particular response. What if I stepped out of that and I just gave them, ah, okay, okay, 
sounds good and and began to shift that dynamic of how i'm engaging and you know there's lots of different ways you know you have to feel into what your what serves that dynamic for you but but this really is incredible self-care this is an incredible way to to love up on ourselves it's not always comfortable it's a little bit clumsy it's awkward it's not easy but oh my goodness, in the long run, the reward is exponential. And as you strengthen your inner ability to respond in those ways, it's like strengthening your, um, oh, it's like, it's like a, it's, it's an inner strengthening, an inner claiming of your power. As you strengthen your ability to respond in new ways, it becomes more and more natural and the ways that it would have um, bugged you in the past and and maybe like placed you in this thought process of like oh my goodness i can't believe that just happened did that really happen again <laughs> you know how we go into those little rambles or our mind wanders down a little rabbit hole when we call ourselves back and we go oh, I can handle this much more smoothly this time and move on to the next thing. It becomes much more graceful. Much, we we um, approach and experience different situations with much more grace and ease. Okay, so here's the next thing. This kind of goes back to that place of clean, creating space in our lives. But think about some of those subtle places where things get cluttered. Okay, call them up. Where do you have clutter in your in your life? I'm looking around my room. <laughs> my bulletin board. I'm like, ooh, the top of my filing cabinet. Oh, <laughs> all my tax stuff there ready to go. But uh, but it's kind of looking pretty cluttered right now. How about closets, shelves? Um, bathroom, like the cabinet in the bathroom and or uh, the, the box, the, the basket that you put all your nail polish and, you know, like some of those like little, um, those little, those little things, you know, how they get kind of full. Um, the basement, basement closets. Yeah. Laundry rooms, um, vehicles, mm -hmm, your vehicle. Yeah. The refrigerator, the um, the the shelf with all of your seasonings and herbs and stuff like that think about the places where you have a bit of clutter in in your home or in your life or your office or whatever spaces you're you're working with working and living within beginning to clear those up creates literally creates space in your in every part of you, your mind, your body, your spirit. It opens up, it's like it opens up space within. The external world reflects our internal world. And when we can begin to clear that clutter and create space there, we create space within ourselves. And that creation of space, which this is not a real fun thing to do sometimes because there are things that we go, oh, I, I'm not quite sure if I want to let this go. Get really honest with yourself. Why are you holding on to it? Why are you keeping it on the floor? Why are you keeping it on the shelf? Why are there 10 jackets on the on the coat rack? Could you clear that out? You know, like how can you streamline things in your life and, and letting yourself um, really 
ask yourself the difficult questions and be really honest with your answers. This is where we kind of hook ourselves a lot of times. Um, ways It's a, such a subtle way that we are not quite fully in truth with ourselves. Subtle ways that we let ourselves uh, slip through with a little bit of sneaky deception, like, oh, it'll just be okay. I'll take care of that another time. Um, <laughs> right? Okay, we've all done this, right? <laughs> but the reality is that it's creating, it's it's cluttering our, our own energy field. It's cluttering our inner world, our external world, and our internal world, our mirrors. Let's honor them both. Okay, so um, other other things. Uh, in our house, one of our self-care things is actually doing the dishes. Yeah, we don't have a dishwasher. We have lived in this house for almost 17 years, and we have never gotten a dishwasher. And so that means that somebody always has to hand wash the dishes. And it's really fascinating because there are there's a different rhythm for the both of us. Like each of us has a different style of doing dishes and um, different way of like what feels really great about it, okay? Uh, the next one that I have on here is uh, folding the laundry. Mm -hmm. Folding the laundry and putting it away. <laughs> Chris and I have this ongoing joke in the in the house about laundry. He does his laundry, I do my laundry, and then some of those in between things that you know both of us utilize, we both kind of just go in a flow with them. There's certain ones that I do, and there's certain ones that he just does, and we just kind of have a rhythm. Um, but each one of us will at times forget to take things out of. <laughs> the dryer or will not quite get them to the put away point and you know that one of the, that's one of those things where we're creating clutter in our world right so so being aware of some of these subtle ways that we can create more space mm -hmm. okay making the bed yeah making the bed daily I, I just love clean sheets like to me that is just the happiest thing ever to like crawl into bed with crisp sheets yes fantastic okay the next thing is finding within the ability to say no to people that you love to say no to events to gatherings to celebrations to outings to time together in ways that um, just doesn't feel in alignment or um, in the highest good for either of you and and beginning to refocus like how can um, how can you reclaim your time but also like how can you find ways to spend time together um, so with that you know so this I'm looking at the time piece but then there's also the element of um, but then there's also this emotional piece and, you know, the feelings of um, guilt, shame, um, disappointment. Uh, the the <laughs> one of the things that really pops up a lot within families is this um, implied feeling that if you say no, the other person thinks that you don't love them. And um, it's, it's kind of a weird thing that we do, right? <laughs> but And maybe this doesn't happen within your family, um, but I know a lot of you this does. This is something that is a part of the, the dynamic. And I want to invite you to just begin creating some awareness around that because what happens when we say yes because we're afraid that, um, we're afraid of the guilt and the shame and the blame and, the, and disrespect 
disrupting the normal expectations within our family unit. Um, one of the things that that piece of um, people interpreting that as uh, no longer loving someone, that doesn't mean that at all. That doesn't mean you don't love your family. <laughs> it does not mean you don't love the people in your life. It just means that you need to honor what's going on within you and um, and that there are other ways to, to show your family and your friends and your loved ones that you love them. There are different ways that perhaps feel completely in alignment for you. That would be an absolute easy yes. And so the opportunity is to begin to find those so that we begin to step out of that um, dynamic of being in relationship out of guilt and shame and blame and doubt and insecurity and begin to create relationships that create that mutual yes energy. And this is a whole new thing. This is, and this takes practice. It takes um, mindfulness. It takes a willingness to to be in the place of discomfort. Yes, being in discomfort within relationships can actually be one of the greatest aspects of self care. And no, it is not sexy. It is not outwardly sexy. But as you grow through that with the people in your life. Oh my goodness, the dynamics that come forward, that's when things become really rich. That's when actual depth begins to emerge within relationships. Okay. Um, ah, yeah, so I have a couple things here about um, being a hermit. Yeah, this comes up a lot actually in, in sh the shamanic world um, and in shamanic practice and on the shamanic journey and you know this the self-healing journey. One of the things that really shows up is that um, part of being able to to let go of and shed the past requires us to actually step back from the status quo of life and to create space to rediscover what's within and to get to know how life wants to how we how our soul really wants to live and experience life and there's there is this kind of cultural assumption about that being a selfish act and actually it is the greatest gift of love to oneself and to the world and to their family and to their loved ones and um, and beginning to embrace your inner hermit <laughs> is a really great gift because your inner hermit is what's going to allow you the space to do the healing that you need to do, to love up on the parts of yourself that you are just becoming reacquainted with, to give them the space to define themselves, to nurture them in a way that they can actually emerge and grow. I recently had a shamanic healing session for myself now, now on a regular basis. I have actually on a monthly basis, I have a, a date with a friend to do an exchange. And we've been doing this for years, um, a friend and colleague. And um, it's been really beautiful to see our growth and evolution. Self-care is doing your personal work. This is a big part of it. Um, but after one of our recent sessions, she reminded me about... Um, about we did we did some soul retrieval work and in that soul retrieval um, I was like well you know this thing's coming up in my in my family this this is coming up in my family this is coming up in my family 
And she just looked at me and she got really real. And she said, Lori, you are really tender right now. You're really tender. And I want to invite you to look at that tenderness as though you are holding a, a, a newborn infant. And how would you, how, what would you do with that newborn infant? Would you take that newborn infant into a toxic environment or would you create and carve out time to really nurture that infant? And it was such a great reality check. And I think sometimes we need to give ourselves that loving reality check, that reality check of, hey, it is important and essential for me to really nurture what is emerging in my life to give myself adequate time and space to do so and to know that that doesn't mean i don't love the people in my life that doesn't mean i don't care about them it just means that i i need to i need time to get to know me i need a little time within and you know i, I think there's um a part of this that the very often we want to shut down or shame or judge and i i really think that this is one of those aspects that um it's important for us to to embrace and and to begin to see through a new perspective okay the next thing i have on my last list here for self-care isn't always sexy um is being financially responsible mm-hmm yeah, uh, keeping our finances organized, paying our bills on time, eliminating debt, um, you know, really being in that place of responsible with our, our finances. So often I hear people talking about wanting to manifest money and create money and create abundance and manifesting abundance. And, and there's this like this extreme energy about putting energy out. But what's forgotten is how important it is to actually deepen that natural financial root. And that part of that is being responsible and, um, and beginning to make the small changes that can happen to open up the finances that we already have, the, the flow that is already coming in. Setting a budget isn't really sexy. <laughs> it doesn't sound very exciting, but it is really one of those things that allows ourselves, setting a budget and following it, um, allows ourselves a sense of ease and expansion. And part of the money relationship is finding a sense of ease in that relationship, finding a sense of naturalness and allowing that to flow and open up. When we're, our mind is not busy and working and ruminating about how are we going to pay our next bills and you know, like all tangled up in that place, we're actually in a state of fight or flight and we're so overly active and engaged that we, we actually don't have the capacity or the space or the time or the energy to manifest additional abundance, right? So what is really important is to actually just create a very clear, stable foundation to get clear on what our goals are, to set our budget, to get to know our, our monthly expenses and, and really create a strategy, like a practical strategy, right? This is one of those things that just isn't sexy. Creating a practical sex, uh, strategy for for achieving or maintain or um, yeah, working towards our goals. Okay, the next thing that I have on my list here, um, <laughs> which is kind of a fun one, and this really goes back to that place of creating space, 
Mm-hmm. I really like this one. Clearing out your inbox. Yeah, clearing out your inbox. Um, have you ever noticed, you know, how many emails it can just add up all of a sudden your inbox within a day? It can just ridiculous number of emails that come in. Um, years ago, I remember working with a client and she told me she had 35,000 unopened emails in her inbox. Yeah. And you know, that happens. That happens so easily. I know um, how easily and quickly my number will just jump if I'm not being conscious. Um, but taking the time to do that, you know, and this is the same thing with our our photos and stuff on our phones and on our computers and, you know, on all of our devices. We have all of this amazing technology that can literally hold a lot of information. And are we maxing that out or are we keeping that clean and keeping space available? Are we keeping space available? Yeah. So giving ourselves the opportunity to clear out some of those things. I just really enjoy days when I sit down and I just do the click, 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 delete and just delete a bunch of stuff just let them go. It feels so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, back to creating space, um, garages uh, that popped into my head right now, our yards, um, you know, keeping things really clean and streamlined and organized. And that doesn't mean like absolutely like perfection. It just means being mindful, being awareness, creating awareness. Um, very often, the things that we're, we're not doing within our space are the things that are weighing us down energetically, that are exhausting us. They're overwhelming us, overloading us, keeping us distracted from the things that we want to be doing. And we can be just as nourished by taking a day to clear the clutter in our basement as we can be by going and spending a day at the spa. And very often, we can be much much more nourished <laughs> by actually taking the time to do some of those things that are are less much less sexy. So I want to invite you to begin to just get creative, get playful, create some awareness in your life about some of those unsexy <laughs> <laughs> opportunities for self-care. All right, my sacred friends, I thank you for joining me today and I wish you an absolutely beautiful day. I'd love to hear what are some of your your hidden self-care things that, um, that you haven't always thought of as, as self-care because they don't come in that sexy little package. All right, share them in the, the notes and uh, I wish you a beautiful day. Shine brightly. Hey, sacred friend, thanks for tuning into this episode of The Crystal Shaman Life. If you like what you heard and you'd love to hear more, subscribe to our station through iTunes. And you can help others find our station by giving us a couple stars, a favorable review, and sharing with your friends. I wish you a beautiful day. Shine brightly.